Just in and so good. Thousands of summer deals at your Nordstrom Rack Store. Save up to 60% on new arrivals from Vince, Rag & Bone, Adidas, Joe's, Marc Jacobs, and more. Great brands, great prices every day at Nordstrom Rack. But hurry for first dibs. Get your summer favorites up to 60% off at Nordstrom Rack today. Great brands, great prices. That's why you rack. Looking for some amazing TV to stream? Indulge yourself with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the gang on How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons are now streaming on Hulu. Then you can move to Modern Family, Schitt's Creek, and My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits, streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. Now we're talking. Roger Hornsby was my manager, and he called me a talking pile of pig shit. And that was when my parents drove all the way down from Michigan to see me play the game. <laughs> Damn, in the middle of the of the movie quote. That's fucked up. Should we just start over? No, that's it. Oh. I'm not doing the rest of it. Ah, well, I actually know what it is. Professionalism. You know what it is because you just Googled it. Well, I mean, I do that every week, though. Anyway, so, hey, guys. I'm Rosie O'Donnell. And I am... Oh, what is that iconic white lady? What is her name? Gina Davis. Gina Davis. That's it. I don't know how you knew that that's who I was thinking of. Because you just Googled the fucking movie. I mean, yeah, but I was. there's a lot of famous white women in that movie. I could have been somebody else. So we're back Rude. this week um, for Black Excellence. I'm going to give it to Missy Elliott, Lil' Kim, Eve, and Trina. Mostly because um, they're iconic. Uh, the remix that they just did for I'm Better is iconic. Uh, Trina basically let the girls know what I've been telling you girls forever, which is that you can never. Um... And also, uh, when discussing this remix coming into light before it actually dropped, uh, Missy referenced those three rappers on Twitter using a gif of me. So technically, I'm Black Excellence. And sure. all of your suggestions this week that you sent in of people who have actually done great things, don't care. Maybe next week. <laughs> it just doesn't even matter. All right. So uh, Sick Sad World. Hmm. Oh, wow. That sounds like a lineup. Uh, so, uh, good news. Well, I don't actually care. I guess depending on who you ask. Mm, bad, 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 bad. All right, great. So, let's start with, um, apparently, Nicki Minaj was on Ellen recently where she discussed... These rumors of, of her dating Nas. Uh, she didn't actually ask the host if she is a generous queen <laughs> at any point during the broadcast. Um, although she has said that a million times. Right. But no, instead they talked about this new... Oh, oh, Nasca! Whatever they're going to call themselves. That conversation looked so awkward. It, it was very dumb. It, w- it looked really... 
like Nikki didn't even really want to talk about it. And Ellen was just like, okay, girl, so what's going on? You know, and then Nikki just like kind of dancing around the topic instead of just saying it. She seemed quite excited. She seemed happy to talk about it to me. I didn't think she gave, I thought if she was like excited to talk about it, she would have given way more details and not like kind of picked over her words the way she did. Or maybe she does that because she thinks it's cute. Or she's like, I think that she does. Mm, well, that just, yes, that's how she always That's speaks. not adorable. That's annoying. <laughs> well, God bless her. They're cute. Um, okay. I mean, well, I don't really. Mm-mm. Who's cute? Nas and Nikki together? Yeah. You think so? Yeah. I haven't actually seen the two of them, like, photographed together, but... That's where the rumors came from. There was a picture that I don't know who posted where. I think that she posted it on Instagram. And they were, I don't know, it looked like they were at, like, a fish spot or some shit. I have no idea where they were, but they were in, like, a restaurant, maybe. And... um Nas basically had his arm around her, his face all up in her goddamn earlobe. Oh, okay. And she had her eyes closed like she was in mid-orgasm oh, or something. Well. So everybody was like, oh, is it possible that the queens are... The queens. <laughs> you already said it. I didn't mean it that way. <laughs> if I did, I wouldn't say I didn't. But whatever, true, I'm fine you would with own it. it if you did. I'm really okay with it either way. But yeah, like, oh, yay, super excited. <laughs> to me, it just seemed like that uh, updated version of that music video they did together for whatever that song was. Nicki Minaj had a song, I want to say, it had to have been on her second album because she was still wearing those awful wigs. But I think Chris Brown is on the song with her because I kind of remember him being in the video. And then Nas plays her love interest. Oh, okay. And I know I know what this song is. Is it Right, right by, by Side? Right by My of, Side. Yep. I was about to say Right by My Side of the Bed. <laughs> no, Pink, Pink Friday, Roman Reloaded, which I Ooh. certainly did not listen to. Trash. So, <laughs> <laughs> back to back So garbage. I'm not surprised that I missed that um, at all. Hmm, okay. But, yeah, Nas and... Nas was her love interest in that video. And I'm pretty sure they even kissed. And this is when she had a man that was not Nas. Right. Just for, you know, perspective. (laughs) Just so we all know. Um, So it just seemed like that again to me. It seems kind of like they're doing a little bit too much. Like, I would not have talked about it at all. So maybe she didn't want to talk about it. it, Like, girl, you just came out of two public breakups not very because I mean when she broke up with Safari she like very swiftly got into a relationship with Meek Mill and it was rumored that that was why they broke up or whatever and then you just broke up with Meek Mill not too long ago and so to now be dating Nas is very fast but she's a grown ass woman she can do whatever the fuck she wants that's true I just feel like I guess at the end of the day I don't care right I'm feeling a lot of I don't give a shit about who Nicki Minaj dates I think probably the only people really pressed over this are gonna be the Nas stands and whether they feel like Nicki is good enough for their fave I heard a couple of them are upset Uh, a lot of them don't give a shit either Mm -hmm. but some of them are like oh but you already fucked up with Khalees which I don't even really remember the story of Khalees. Khalees seems quite happy. Khalees has another baby. Khalees has gone to Cordon yeah, but I think she had to get her She's money. cooking all over the world. <laughs> yeah, she definitely did that, but yeah. I mean... Who wouldn't have, right? You know, that was more of a nigga thing. I mean, Nostans probably don't want to see him with anybody. Well, actually, let me not even pretend to speak for a Nostans because I don't know. But maybe it's one of those things where you don't want to see him with nobody else. Like, it didn't work out with Khalees, so you just need to be single. So you should just never date just, anybody right, ever no, again? Personal love and happiness and satisfaction are no longer important. Honestly, <laughs> if Nas dates a, a, a celebrity as a Nas stan, 
who would you, I would ask who would it be, you know? Mm-hmm. Who would you, because I would probably imagine, pick some random girl from Queens, just like some girl who I'm nobody a, knows. a famous person. Oh, like if, if you had to pick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that's easy. Just, yeah, go date some really pretty girl from around the block. Right. That's too simple. If mm-hmm. Nas is going to date a celebrity, like, is there one that would be good enough for him in your eyes, oh, worshippers of Nas here? <laughs> yeah, right. They would have to let us know because I have no I just clue. don't care for At least Nikki's an adult. She's the one who's definitely looking sickening in that. Because uh, now, like, now the Beyonce brunches are going to be real lit. <laughs> because, like, you know what I'm saying? Because no shade to the dream chasing community. But when that... <laughs> Just got it. When the Beyonce, Jay Z, Nikki, Meek group yeah. came, they was kind of like, oh, One of these Nikki, does not belong. Close, <laughs> you know. Now we'll be like, mm-hmm. that makes sense. And now Nikki will be the one, like, oh, you're the one who doesn't belong. Like you are now the the least well, accomplished of all these people. Hey, y'all, this podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding a work-life balance can be tough, okay? If anybody knows, I know. But Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. If you don't know, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. You can use Squarespace to create a website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to your time, all in one place. With the new guided design Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website that's optimized for every device and make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay, and in certain countries, you can give customers the chance to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. Y'all know I love Squarespace. I used it to put our website together. This is 3.com. I've also used it on my personal website, crystal.com. And that is because, first of all, it's very easy to use if you ever need to update it. It's simple to log in, make whatever updates you can make or whatever you need to do without knowing any code or anything like that. And it helps me to just stay organized, do everything I need to do. Because you got to have a web presence, okay? It's 2024. You got to have a web pre- web presence. So head on over to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash three to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Let them know if you're and Crystal sent you. All right, let's get back to the show. Hey, y'all. Listen, we all know that life is full of the yada, yada, yada. You know, sometimes you sign up for a contract one place and then in order to get out of it, you got to send a million letters and go up there in person. And it's just a bunch of blah, blah, blah. Like this could have been easier. Okay, we've all dealt with the yada, yada before when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in fine print or, you know, even bills that just seem to keep going up every month for no dang reason. Or when budget airlines promise a cheap fare, but then they charge you for every little thing until... You might as well have just booked your ticket somewhere else. But it is possible to outsmart the yada yada, like triple checking airline deals and making sure everything you need is already included. So remember, you don't have to take the yada yada in life and you don't have to take it from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises and not a yada yada. So stop by one of the over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide to sign up today. Anyway, so good for her, you know. It is 
good for her. Like, if they're actually happy and I'm not going to say nothing about that and, you know, everything's good. And I, I don't understand why you're inviting the rest of us into your relationship. And I don't think I've heard Nas come out and say anything about the two of y'all being together, which is always a little suspect to me but when the women are the ones. But that's what I'm saying. Like, why is it always the woman excited to talk about this new nigga she been with and all this? And meanwhile, your man is somewhere in the cut and not. Like me, immediately you. was excited because who would like? Why because wouldn't come she be? Up, right? Logic, oh, but so that's why. Nas is Nas, right? So and a grown ass man and gorgeous and gorgeous. I will so, never forget going to that album release party, playing and co- Oh yeah, <sighs> that was the night I knew that, that Nas and Jay Z was not beefing no more. When Jay Z asked you who you were, right? When I took that picture of them with the flash on, and they turned around like. Can Excuse we help me? you? I don't, who exactly How did you get you? into VIP? Are you not serving something? <laughs> but yeah, Nas is fine as shit. He yeah. is. And he smells good as fuck, too. Quite literally perfect. So, hmm, maybe Nikki's the one running around excited because this is her come up. I mean, wh- like, that's what I'm saying. That makes sense. It's Nas. First of all, it's Nas and you're a rapper. Right. And you're, and from, you're Queens. from Queens. Right. But then on top of that, do you know how many bitches would literally lick asphalt to go like... Yes, a lot. So <laughs> a lot. being a little giddy at the possibility of them playing it cute and dating or whatever. But didn't she say they're not fucking? Yeah, she claims that she She's wanted celibate? to be celibate for a year after whatever. But then she also said, for him, I meant make an exception because he's really cool. Which I felt like was like TMI. You know? Not because it's like vulgar, but it's like, okay, like, a little, is this is new. you gonna give like, us some pussy. This is, is it new? Well, maybe it's not. Maybe it isn't, but. Maybe Meek lost her the same way Safari did. I mean, listen, that's, that old saying is there for a reason, you know? Listen, I'm all for it. You know, fuck these niggas' feelings 2017. Absolutely. I cannot be more on board with that. I just, I don't, I don't need to be invited into whatever Nas and Nicki, I don't like to think of Nicki Minaj in sexual situations. And I mean, does Nas tweet? Does Nas even have social media? Right. Like you already win, like you're halfway You won already because you don't have one of these rappers out here on Snapchat all day. Shit, why can't you just take the lesson? I'm trying to think of one time I've ever heard about Nas saying anything on social media. I don't think he has social media, honestly. If he tweets or Instagrams or anything like that, I just have never seen it. So, maybe not. Talk about a come up. Well, anyway. Lucky ass bitch. Congrats, Nikki. Uh, here's a fun one. So, apparently, the, the con... Is it a, is it film festival? Yes. Okay. The film festival in Cannes. 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 Cannes? Cannes, Cannes. Yeah. In France? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So they're having that, which is, you know, A-list paradise, apparently. That's mm-hmm. one of the things that all of the Hollywood girls go to. Apparently at a fashion show for our fashion for relief party, 43-year-old Fresh. supermodel. Kate Moss uh, got into a bit of a scuffle with another party goer. She was allegedly drunk, uh, downing bottles of wine and throwing around flower arrangements. <laughs> At one point, one of the girls came up to her. I love that the quote says, and started squaring up. Yeah, so a black person wrote this story. Um, I love it. Where are you reading this? The I'm room? reading the, the sun. The, so, wow. I mean, oh, maybe British people say it too. 
Maybe that's where it came from. You I think so? Mm. I don't know. I'm not going to have to take a dive into black history with that. I don't want to ask slang questions anymore. Yeah. I just know niggas say it, and that's what it is. Yeah. Hmm. Um, Maybe that's it. But apparently before it could get uh, physical, Mary J. Blige stepped in between them yes. as the peacemaker and pulled the, pulled the situation apart. So... Um, shout out to Mary J. Blige, <laughs> who really your black excellence this week, founder and creator of uh the international fight against hateration and holleration, mm-hmm. IFA. And um <laughs> Come on, IFA. <laughs> you know. I'm wondering what happened to to make Mary get involved. Was like were they too close to spilling something on her boots? Or was it just like there's way too much commotion? It's just going a on? lot going on in Mary's personal life. She don't need additional, you know, bullshit around. She just Does wants she to know have a who good this Carly girl like, is? No more drama! <laughs> like she just yelled and got up. No. Can more you imagine if she started pain. singing "No More Drama" no. to get them to I, stop? I would piss myself. I would have died. I would have actually left my body if, if that she would have like jumped right between them and pushed, extended both of her arms out between them and just started singing "No More Drama." No more drama in my life like I would, I would have know. I don't know only God knows <laughs> where the story ends for, for me, me. Hey! I know where <laughs> I would have died those white girls even know no more drama but like, oh, of course no more drama ooh. is a global hit oh okay it's a smash I did not know that so yeah no more drama is life changing you know no more, no more drama is one of those like like powerful R&B records that then ended in uh a choir. Mm. Ugh, white people love that. I love No More Drama, so... I've you pull a choir out on stage at like in a, a white award show or some shit? White a gos- people... Oh, white people love pulling out black white gospel choirs, people too. love a black gospel choir. Mm-hmm. Put it in anything. Yes, because then they start feeling something and they so they're like, what is this? this? My soul is moving. This is crazy. And if you notice, that's when like a lot of like secular music artists and like rappers and stuff would just run, randomly be bringing out choirs and yeah. shit at the Grammys. And it always... Like, I was always confused and a little like uncomfortable by it and I realize it's just that white people love it like it, you could be in the middle of bad and bougie or something and, and then bring out a gospel <laughs> choir and every white person who normally hates rap would be like this is yeah. artistry oh yeah. my god I really understand Migos now no you don't girl they fooled you huh, they fooled everybody but I'm sure we'll get to that yeah we will um yikes well, should we just do it now in. that's a great segue alright so it wrote itself Migos uh, uh, appeared with Katy Perry on, I guess it was the last episode of Saturday Night Live. Mm-hmm. Um, that is confusing in itself because I still don't know why the world is being accosted with this. With, with that song? With Katy Perry, really, right now. Um, that song... I hate, I don't like any of this. You know what the thing is? I actually listened to it for the first time, Mm-mm. maybe in the past day or two. Not like the whole thing. Like, I don't know how Migos <laughs> part goes at all. I just listened to like maybe the first 30 seconds and then I skipped to the hook and then I turned it off. So I know kind of what it sounds like. Okay, sure. If it came on right now, it would probably still feel like the first time, but I've heard it. And I also listened to the the one with Nicki Minaj because I don't care about Katy Perry, but I support anybody who's dissing Taylor Swift. What is it called? Swish Swish. Swish Swish. It's awful. Um, it's pretty bad. 
But okay. when I listen to all of those songs and the first, the chain to the rhythm or whatever that song is called, it sounds like I don't like it, but I can absolutely see people living for it. People specifically being white gay males who like, like fuck black men, but only date white men. Mm. Like Justin Timberlake, but gay. Okay. <laughs> I'm mad at how much context that really does give me. <laughs> like, like, imagine those white queens. like, you're fine in the club. Right. The club is fine. In the club. <laughs> we all fail. And so I feel like, you know, like the white gays are probably going to go up for these Katy Perry beats or okay. whatever. And they don't give a fuck enough about black culture or anything that's going on. Katy Perry looked so stupid. She did. Up on that stage. A whole fool friend. And normally she looks dumb. But like, Watching she was her pushing. turn on the blackness or what she thought was blackness. Holy God, it was bad. It's one of those, you know, I know she seems <laughs> to be the type of chick who's like, I'm just a big old weirdo. And it's totally okay that you think I look dumb or whatever because I'm a goofball. Yeah. No. I, don't, I won't subscribe. I'm not. White girls being cute, clumsy, goofy, you know, that Jennifer Lawrence did it better than the rest of you. And she the moment is over. Fell <laughs> she fell on national television. <laughs> Wasn't that like her first Oscar? It was Oscars like her Oscars for Best Actress or something. It was like the biggest award of the night. And she tripped going up the stairs. Like she, she does this whole, I'm just an awkward everyday white girl who eats burgers and likes going outside and burpee. Zoe like, Deschanel eat your heart out. <laughs> she did it better than the rest of you girls and the wave is over. So let's just move past all that. I just don't. Katie. It's like you are allowed to be weird. I don't care about that. But it's just like, do you have to be weird with Migos? Do you have to be weird fake black? Right. It's you have to, uh, it. you have to be Katisha? Anyway, so Migos is on this song, Bon Appetit. And I guess, I you know, listen to that. enough people have listened to it for them to have an excuse to perform it on live television. Um... So I guess uh, the theme of the song is eating people or food or I don't, whatever. But they had like this big Last Supper ass table up on the stage. Right. With Katy Perry laying down on it, like one of those nude women who have people eat sushi and shit off of their oh, vaginas. Okay. Yeah, yeah, girls. Um, and so Migos is sitting at this table with a whole bunch of other people. Now, apparently... The plan was to have a load of, like, drag queens on stage, too. I don't know if it was going to be a bunch of drag, like, strictly drag queens and then Migos and Katie. But the story that I've read is that there were more drag queens who were in rehearsal. Migos was allegedly quite uncomfortable with that. And at some point, I guess they must have complained to their Mm -hmm. people who then told Katy Perry's people and got a bunch of drag queens and transgender people pulled off of yikes the set so if you watch it it seemed like there may have been one person up there who was in drag um i'm not really sure because again i skimmed it like Mm -hmm. by the time they actually i feel like pulled off pulled back enough that i could see everybody on stage um 
that was when like Migos was standing up on the table and she was too. Mm-hmm. And that's when she started doing that weird shit like she was having a stroke <laughs> and I turned it off. Some kind of half dab where she just jabs her elbow. I don't know what that was. Like they like Migos was uncomfortable. Like you shouldn't have been worried about no drag queen, no transgender, nothing. You shouldn't dead. have been uncomfortable about the fact that Miley 2.0 huh. is up on this stage right next to you looking a fool. Like they looked yeah. like they were rapping and looked like they all was about to forget words and shit. Like, girl, what are you? Yeah. Just stand still. What like you, We didn't... This is our part. You don't have to do this. So there are a whole bunch of claims from different sources that this is exactly what happened. There were supposed to be more tra- drag queens up on the stage and they all got pulled from the number last minute because Migos was uncomfortable by it. A uh, rep for Migos allegedly says uh, the, these rumors are completely false and fabricated. So, so all the girls are lying. Yeah. I mean, all of them though. All the girls Each are lying. One. All of them. <laughs> I read that they were supposed to like they had already been booked for Swish Swish, a bunch of drags for drag queens for that performance. And then some of them, there was like a group, and it listed all their names. I guess if you're in the drag world, you would know who these girls are. I think I recognize the one who I saw. See, I did. So I don't. they may be like RuPaul's girls, right? Maybe so. I assumed some of them had to be because the story I read listed all the girls who were supposed to be part of the Bon Appetit performance, and then Migos were uncomfortable, so they slashed most of them and then threw the rest of them at like the end of the table yeah. or something. Like, I could not even see the right. bitches until Which the was last. deliberate. That yeah. was done on purpose. So you mean to tell us all these different stories where all these different girls are telling us, hey, all of a sudden we were kicked out of the performance because Migos had an attitude about us being here. Like, are we just supposed to believe your spokesperson when y'all have already come out and said some homophobic shit before? Like, I don't think so. It's totally I not don't. Mm, no, I'm going to have to go ahead and believe that y'all. Now, you know, they're just got to call up like... Shea Coulee or RuPaul or maybe like Laverne Cox or somebody to be in the next Migos video so they can be like told you just the same way they did when they jumped on that random ass Calvin Harris Frank Ocean collaboration that they did and I don't care who likes it I don't I I do I I like it I like Frank Ocean's part on it Migos as soon as they come on I feel like no thanks okay well yes also me I love Frank Ocean's part on that song you're pushing it and I appreciate what Calvin Harris is doing this is forced it is it definitely is and and I feel like it was a calculated move like we don't have no issue with the gays look at us with Frank Ocean it was like a breath later he bottoms all the time you know and they happily came forward and said (laughs) if we were homo would we be on a song with with Frank Ocean? Yes, you absolutely yeah. would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm starting to feel like it's one or two of them that is causing problems for the whole group. Like, I don't know if it's a unanimous thing across the board with all three of them, but it's to the Well, my money's on Quavo. You think so? I, I was thinking dearly. either Quavo or Offset. For some reason, I'm I going with Quavo. Offset been locked up and, and is dating Cardi, Cardi B now. Like, uh, Offset is not in the position oh, to be. Oh, that's still going on? Wow. Offset should just be happy to be here. Okay. Well, it might be Quavo then. It really might. I'm feeling it. Quavo seems like the Diana Ross. I'm at the point where I'm not going out of my way to listen to Migos music anymore. Because y'all have just had too many opportunities to get it right and you won't do it. And I just don't. It's too many niggas out here mumbling on tracks for me to be dedicated to y'all. Like, I'm sorry. There's a million other kids out here doing that same thing. It's going to be a struggle for me. I know, because you're a real fan and you probably have all their albums and you really, you act like you can tell the difference between those songs and all that. So I'm sure it's a real struggle for the rest of you who like give a shit about them. But you come out and be crazy homophobic and then 
I don't even know. Is it drag phobic? I don't even know what that word. It's probably just another form of homophobia to have an issue with drag queens too. But I just won't. I don't care enough about y'all to make the effort anymore. Sorry. So uh, next, also in some trouble, possibly. Oh, that was a terrible segue. I meant to do this one first and then get into legal. All right, no. All right. You didn't hear anything. I didn't say anything. All right. So (laughs) Tyra Banks is apparently in some trouble. No, not really. But she's being sued. Mm. Um, I did not know this, but she's going to be a host on America's Got Talent? Okay. Sure. Yep, here we are. Um, Um... So they're filming already. So, like, not to be rude, but what, other than, like, smizing yeah. and, you know, walking, mm-hmm. what talent does Tyra Banks have? Like, what qualifies her to judge someone else's ability to do anything other than those things? I guess the same That's, amount that Nick Cannon had when he did it. I mean, but... Uh, mm, I don't know. Something about Nick Cannon feels It doesn't matter. She's not judging anybody, though. She's a host. Oh, okay. Never mind. I thought this was the type of thing where kids come and like audition and you'd be like, oh, I want to. Yeah, no, it is. But she's not the, I don't believe she's on the judging panel. She's going to be the one who's standing backstage Mm, like, oh, "Oh, look at them. Oh, this is perfect. Right. Never mind. Just kidding, Tyra. This was, this is a great job for you. But don't do Tyra. I mean, I'm not trying to do Tyra, but every time there's a new judge. Tyra's not a terrible actor. I was going to say, are we talking about that model movie? That Barbie? I was your Fresh Prince. Oh. Mm, mm, I was going to say, watch Fresh Prince again as an adult and see how you feel about that. I will. But I'm not trying to hate on Tyra, but every time one of these celebrities gets picked for a competition show or reality show or something, it's always like, what do you do, though? You know, if she was on the panel... Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, Whatever. Either I feel way. conflicted. So, um... I guess a couple went on to the show and sang a song that was allegedly dedicated to their daughter. Now, they're being listed as Doe. So, like, John Doe, the child is Mary Doe, Jane, all of that shit. Mm -hmm. So, they claim that they were humiliated by the audience and judges and by Tyra Banks. Tyra specifically was said to have physically and verbally, physically manipulated and verbally abused Mary, that's the kid, by shaking her shoulder, pulling her hair back, and she also uh, insinuated that Mary was accidentally conceived. She also asked uh, embarrassing questions about the song in front of Mary, all in front of active cameras that were filming. Um, as a result of her negative experience from America's Got Talent, the defendants are seeking unspecified damages because they say the child has been traumatized and deeply depressed, and they want all footage of her kept off of air, which seems convenient. 
So, in a nutshell, what happened is two people went on America's Got Talent, sung a real dumb song. Okay. Probably got booed up off of the stage. People laughed at them as people do laugh at embarrassing mm-hmm. auditions on these shows and have been doing for well over a decade. It's part of the appeal of the shows. Um, And Tyra Banks was right on in there and on it. And they don't like it, so now they're suing her. Now, I mm-hmm. am curious as to how... Tyra putting hands on this child comes into play. Right. And if that is the case, yes, they would definitely have that on camera. Mm -hmm. So I would love to, you know, I guess we'll see how that happened or how that worked out when it actually comes forward. But maybe we won't. Since you don't want them to show any footage of what happened. I mean, I need more details about what exactly Tyra said and did to this child. The rest of it, I don't really give a shit about. But that's too vague for me to be like, oh, Tyra was wrong or whatever. Because I don't know what y'all are talking about with that. But it seemed to me that, first of all, you've already signed the release before you went on stage. So that's their footage and they can air it if they want to. They sure can. First of all. But secondly, I would think that if you know there's videotape proof that somebody did assaulted your baby or whatever that you would not want that footage to be like destroyed or whatever but rather you would want it present so that you could prove that this happened you know it doesn't seem like I don't know maybe it just there's not enough information here for me to decide how I feel about that whole situation Tyra Banks cries so much she should be on the real she don't even like I don't see her being this malicious force that would I just definitely don't be see like her pulling somebody's hair a, or whatever. a child right a baby Right. No. Like maybe she was like, "Ooh, you have the perfect smile eyes. We should just pull your hair back into a bun so we can." Ooh, girl, Instant look at this cheekbones. Ooh, you're so beautiful. Oh, maybe that was it. And then the like, baby was it. like, "And they lost." The black lady put her hands on me. Right. I want to see it. Oh, I do too. I would love Leak to see what footage. you're talking about because if Tyra did anything to you or them kids, I'm sure it was nothing in comparison to Simon. And you ain't suing him, are you? Hmm. Yeah. Maybe you got your feelings hurt because you and your wife wrote a cute little. Photo song or something and it didn't go over well with everybody but I'm sure they're gonna put that shit on TV now and I had no intention of watching America's Got Talent and I still won't I'm sure it'll be on the internet when it's good and ready I've never seen that show so you're not missing it I mean I'm sure that I'm not but I used to watch the one uh, that aired in the UK when it came online just because I wanted to see Kelly Rowland yeah, well, she I mean, of course she was. It's different when it's somebody who's like one of your faves, but just a lineup of people I kind of don't really give a shit about. Nah, I'm not going out of my way for that. Okay, so also in legal Moving issues, right along. Um, an update for the Karuchi Tran, Chris Brown How did I know restraining order situation. So. Jacob York, who is Karuchi's manager, jumped on the Twitter to say, hey, girls, the judge has agreed that Chris was served and now he has to meet her, her being Karuchi, in court. No or running. I find it interesting that her manager and his attorney have terrible spelling and grammar issues on social media all of the time. But anyway, you yeah. know, basically he said that the judge has agreed that Chris Brown was in fact served the restraining order or whatever legal documents. And now he actually does have to show up in court to deal with it. She plans on testifying. Whoop-de-whoop. There we go. Wow. We have to do all this behind a restraining order? Yeah, Let's if see. you spend forever trying to act Jesus. like it's not happening. Like, I wonder if Chris is thinking back, like, huh, when she filed this a few months ago, I should have just went on here and been like, like, maybe I'll just be done. <laughs> because now, like, you really have to come to court and it's a thing now, girl. You could have just. 
Hard-headed. Christopher, man. Yes, hard-headed is really it. And my mom used to always say, a hard head will make a soft behind. I mean, everybody's, everybody's mama says <laughs> Is that just a, that's like a, not even American thing, clearly. That's just a black so. mama. There may be like different, you know, versions. Versions of it, depending on which country. Yeah. yeah but that's real. Every mama with but some Chris, brown skin. Chris Brown's. Chris Brown got he don't have no soft behind like nobody is beating his ass he just he continually has got a titanium ass <laughs> gross no I don't know why it's just it's the opposite I don't uh, you made this worse it's just so silly and his lawyer very clearly enables it like he's his lawyer the way he tweets is so douchey because he'll weird. probably get fired if he doesn't. Like, I mean, well, yeah, maybe, but also like this stuff. You going in and out of court only pays your bills, right? Like, doesn't that like <laughs> the more this nigga's in court, the more money you make? I, I mean, yeah, but it's kind of like it's kind of like know. Sean Spicer always having. Well, not kind of, but not if you're having a blast. That's what I'm saying. Like Sean Spicer is literally dying because he can't take. <laughs> He's That's dying like, inside. The that it's man bad. has not had a bowel movement, and who knows how long? You like, know they wouldn't let him meet the pope. It. Yeah. <laughs> like, would you? I mean, no. Like, Trump would not let him meet the Pope. This man is a Catholic, and he's the one out there taking the licks for you every week, every other day, really. And like, expressed a lot of desire and interest in seeing the Pope because he is Catholic. And you were just like, get out the bushes. Sorry, uh, Ivanka got a brand new veil and. <laughs> She just really wants to be there. So. That man is honestly an ass. Like, he's... he. It's so bad. And he's the worst kind of fuck nigga because the, the worst kind of fuck nigga is the type that when they are wrong, will do... Like, they will hop in a rocket ship and blast themselves <laughs> in the opposite direction of right. Like, they will just... They're like, everybody knows I'm wrong, but fuck y'all, I'm never gonna admit that shit. I'll <laughs> blow this whole shit up before I admit that I did something wrong. The whole world can burn like yeah that's exactly what his wife every single time he's out here just like hold my hand bitch she's like suck my <laughs> melania's like suck my dick I'm oh i've seen fucking hand two clips this past week of her Same. refusing to touch him not even just refusing but, but also swatting him physically <laughs> letting him know in front of people yes bitch don't you touch me <laughs> Do Twice not. Twice coming off of Air Force One, like, Gross. Uh, let me fix my bang. Don't put your this tiny hands has been on over me. Since before the presidency, and I'm living. Like I'm like I'm actually living. I I mean, we saw it on inauguration day when she gave him that big old smile. <laughs> and then was just like, Mwah. She's done hiding it. <laughs> she is. She's done. Melania was like, I'm I've never been one for the fake shit. <laughs> and I just honestly, I came here to be rich and sit down and be cute. And all this extra. No one signed up for it. So I won't be touching you, Donald. We didn't talk about that. That's not in the prenup. Sorry. I don't care if you're scared of stairs. You're going to have to walk down Air Force One by yourself. That was a woman fed up. <laughs> like, that's that. And, and the precision in the SWAT, where yeah. it was just like, it was like, delicate enough where you like had to be paying attention mm -hmm. but also like efficient and blatant yeah. enough so that he very well yes. knew I will set it off mm -hmm. in front of everybody here right because if I show my ass <laughs> up on this stage right now in front of everybody this big ass soapbox that I got <laughs> who's going down you or me oh you <laughs> you know 
that I don't have to fully speak English to get that book published. That's and right. the girls will live for me. That's right. She can always dictate her story to somebody else and and that'll be that. So the Donald better better tread carefully where his little his little woman is concerned. So yeah, I mean I don't know what this whole Karuchi Chris Brown oh, right. court thing like, is going to look like. Why are we talking like. about politics? Um, but you know, hopefully they can just agree to never speak or see each other again and expeditiously get this shit dealt with and move on about their separate lives. Yeah. It's kind of saddening to me though that people are still blaming Karuchi for this or trying to make it seem like she. I mean, but like, I mean. Here's a great way maybe to put this whole thing in perspective for you if you feel like, oh, well, Karuchi's just doing this for this and Karuchi's just blah, blah, blah and leave him alone. Karuchi dated this nigga. Like, Karuchi, like, 10 times out of 10 (laughs) (laughs) or 9. That bitch knows Chris Brown way better than you. Like, I think that there are only a handful of people in the world that know Chris Brown as well as she does. Mm -hmm. Maybe, like... One or two other people, actually. <laughs> I was thinking five. You can't really count his mama because her his oh, mama probably don't know him well, at I was all right his now. Mama. You cannot. But then I was I figured he have to have a couple of knuckleheaded friends around who have been around. Since the person Virginia. you are putting your dick in, or the person who is putting dick in you, okay, immediately knows you better than most. Huh? You think so? Hell yes, but I, that's not exclude because there's plenty of people that he fucked that don't know anything about him. I mean, that's to say what, what about Royce's mama. <laughs> The intimacy of sex plus an actual relationship, matching furs, willing threesomes, traveling around, buying this nigga Little Debbie's as soon as he uh, came out of the pokey. Like y'all was together, y'all was in an intimate relationship. We're in a relationship. This nigga threatened to have Tyson Beckford killed. (laughs) Because you took a picture with him. Like, you know this nigga. Right. And he allegedly put hands on you Mm -hmm. and threatened to get violent with you and your friends again. I have every right and reason to go to a court and say, please make sure that this nigga never comes around me or says anything about me ever again. Absolutely. So let that girl handle her business. Chris Brown can fuck whoever he wants to. Chris Brown is rich. She's trying to do what she can do. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't understand why anybody would have an issue with what she is doing, especially if you are simply a fan who don't even know this guy. Because misogyny is more important than anything else. And their fave just can't be wrong. At, at this point, it's her fault. Leave not, it alone. Let Chris do his thing. You just mad. But you're not talking about somebody who was like, you know, a super clean, well-adjusted, every Sunday early service going ass right. nigga who just fucked up this one time and she's blowing it out of her point. Yeah, Like, it's no. not even... And even then, it wouldn't be excusable. But you're talking about somebody who has consistently fucked up at least once a month for, yeah. like, the past almost... How many years? Almost 10. So... <laughs> the only time Chris Brown has fucked up was when he was already in jail. And hell, I don't know his records from jail. So maybe he was fucking up in there too, but... He was eating and, you know... He was in there eating them simple probably carbs. Probably doing a couple of moonwalks. So like, do that Michael Jackson move we like. Not too much, you know. And he was like, dance for him. Dance around. Bang, make some more smile a friends. little bit at the female guards. Shit yeah. like that. Ugh. I'm ready for Chris Brown to take responsibility for what he's done. Leave that girl alone. Grow up and mind his own business. It's like a perfect business plan. Yeah. All you have to do is follow it. 
But then that would be people telling you what you need to do. Yeah, and yeah. fuck that. Homie, don't play I'm that. wealthy. <laughs> I am in charge of my own life. Yeah. And you bitches can never tell me what to do. Like, <sighs> it's almost like how, like, these niggas feel, especially when you are you get so much money so young, mm-hmm. it yeah. almost seems like the Talk logic is how you going to tell me how to live my life when look I look at the life I've built for myself. That's why every time somebody calls him out on something crazy or says something crazy about him, he goes on Instagram Live or wherever else and he's like, I have 18 <laughs> cars. <laughs> like, yeah, you do. And a fucked up life. But my nigga, like... At the same time. You gonna fuck around and drive one of them cars through the wrong Walmart or something one day and <laughs> we ain't never gonna see you again. Right. Like, that's how we know you're immature and childish because you feel like your cars and your house and your jewels or whatever the fuck else is what matters about your life. And meanwhile, we're like, Chris, your mental health, your well-being, you know, your ability to parent in a healthy and meaningful way. <laughs> like, ain't nobody talking about all that. Mm-hmm. Bitch, I got eight Maseratis. Fuck is you talking about? Look at this house. <laughs> the house. <sighs> and this house is expensive. It still ain't shit. Like, I just draw on the walls all the time. I do graffiti <laughs> wherever the fuck I want to. I spray paint whatever the fuck I want. Sailor Moon's face on the back I of this car. To. I put Goku on the side of my Aventador. And, you know, because I'm wealthy. I got a room where all I do is just pee in the corners. I just choose a different corner to pee in because this <laughs> is my house. <laughs> Me and royalty take turns. We just piss where we feel right? <laughs> Right. And can't nobody tell us nothing. If I was rich as fuck at 15, I'd probably think the same way. I mean, yeah. Chris Brown, it's a unique situation, but, but he's got to grow up. Yeah, you're not 15 no more. Right. Anyway, um, so T.I. and Tiny, or I think this show is over. I hope the show, I don't know if it's yeah. almost over. I think this was the season finale that just aired. If not, it's got to wrap up soon. Uh, I haven't been watching it, but I did catch a few clips, including a recent one of them having a dinner or something together somewhere and discussing the cheating and so on and so forth. Uh, T.I. posted a quote from... (laughs) Who cares who it's from? (laughs) T.I. posted a quote on his Instagram... That says, don't ever disrespect somebody who always made sure you were straight. And the caption is, that ain't solid. I don't know what RNS stands for. Real nigga shit. <laughs> of course it does. <laughs> um, her response, Tiny, was a quote of her own. Ain't perfect, but I'm solid with a light-skinned fist pump. Yes! Uh, caption, rare and exceptional, blessed and highly favored. Well, all right. Um, the nerve. I you know, tr- I tried to watch this season of Ti and Tiny, but I didn't. he he just completely took the lid off of you know how all of his misogyny and sexism has been kind of like thinly veiled and it's yeah. been mostly like yeah. I'm a happy dad and yeah. you know a cool guy. Great he just let he let all that go. Yeah, <laughs> that whole yeah. the pretense of being like everything's equal and we're one big happy family. That's gone. Yeah, it is. It's very clearly like. I'm the daddy. Ah, me, dick holder. Yeah, me in charge. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. This is absolutely what's going on. You know, he's on. like, cave. You remember, um, <laughs> you remember Caveman? What was no. that? What was, oh, God. It wasn't Captain Caveman. Captain. You don't remember Captain I Caveman? I thought you was about to do the knock oh my mama God. thing. Captain Cave. <laughs> was that a bit on something? Oh or? my God, bitch! You are old enough for Captain, Captain Caveman and the Teen Angels. Am I? Oh my am I God! Too old. That's what I'm thinking. No. Oh, oh! It aired from '77 to '80. What? 
Yes! <laughs> T.I. is Captain Caveman. He definitely is, because that's what he sounds like in every scene. Ah. Miss you so much. She Cap. said something about Tiny said something about going on tour and taking Eris Harris with her. No, and see, this and you're so right because he was in that whole conversation. Like, yeah, I'm so for it. I can't. Yeah. I love you. Know, I'm so excited for you yeah, guys. Girl you escape girls. And, you, and as right. soon as he was like, you know, she's gonna take. You know, I'm gonna take her with me or whatever. He was like, ah, see, no, that's I'm what you, you're not taking my child. child of mine. Like this is a. Baby, she needs her mama, and she well, the road ain't no place for a baby. Maybe not your tour. <laughs> Maybe your tour isn't, but all your of us tour. are mamas. Candy has a baby Definitely too. Isn't. I'm pretty sure whatever Candy and Tiny and Latasha and no, don't let me fuck up. I mean, the ball is in your court. <laughs> like, I'm just saying that tour mm-hmm. bus is gonna have infamil and sippy cups. It is. And, Toys with lights and buttons the on baby, them. There won't be weapons and coke everywhere, like on your tour, nigga. So it actually is fine for her to come with me. What is wrong with you? Oh well, you just need to. If you can't do, if you can't do it, then you just need to stay home. Like so, you just don't want me to. I think that he is just accustomed to making her stay at home. Yeah, he's he's used to being like, I take care of everything, which I think that that's what that post was about. Like, it is. you don't get to shit on nobody who made sure you were good, but you didn't have to make sure I was good like let's just go on a history I wasn't trip. a charity case <laughs> even in that clip I watched I got a little aggy because yes. there was a moment where he said something like um they were talking about her moving out of the house and mm-hmm. getting her own she home. got her own and she said you cheat well it was because you cheated on me and not just cheated but cheated on her with somebody that she hired. She hired. I'm assuming that she means that girl in that group French kiss that she had made. Oh, you remember yeah. there was a rumor that he slept with yeah. the girl that was a part of Tiny's girl group? That makes group? sense. But anyway, she moved out because you cheated on her. And then he said something like, I, I have spelt, I spent millions on you, girl. What are you saying? She, I, I wanted to <laughs> like, jump into the, the fucking computer so bad. Yeah. And be like, Tiny, hold on. I've got something to say. (laughs) First of all, Tiny was famous before. Like, how many times did we say this? How many? Tiny was in Escape and famous before anybody knew who T.I. was. Absolutely held him down. Was going around Atlanta with his motherfucking ass and stuff like that. Holding him down, taking care of him. Mm -hmm. He got popping and famous. Made sure her ass was barefoot and pregnant at the house. Made a shit ton of money and Mm -hmm. stuff like that and became super successful and held her down and took care of her. And she was willing to kick back and be taken care of and that was her man or whatever. And so many niggas think that because you pay a couple of bills or do whatever that that gives you free roam to go around and be a dick kid and it simply doesn't Mm-mm. every woman's got a breaking point right i mean and if that's what you want to do you then find no i didn't all right because I, I, I saw what you're doing you I just refused to what you stepping in. What? friend i'm acknowledging your joke and it was really good no i'm not acknowledging i'm not i mean you're freezing to acknowledge <laughs> carrie Hilson. well i mean reasonable i'm not arguing i was gonna you. say i hope you're not not like really test me on that. No, it's I fine. Just, I'm only just now getting to the place where her face doesn't incite you. laughter. And but okay. anyway, I just the the thing about that the niggas like Ti is that if you want a woman that you can run around and cheat on, there are plenty who will let you do that. That's true. As long as the bills are paid. That's like, true. Don't find a woman who's looking for a relationship, somebody that she actually is building something with, and then feel like you can treat her like. 
you know, a, a paid Stepford wife or whatever, because that's not the same thing. If you want somebody pretty who will let you do whatever you want to on the side and she ain't got to work, then find that girl. But if you are with somebody who expects you to act like a husband, like, for example, not putting your dick in other women. That would be a great start. Then turning around and being like, oh, well, I always made sure you was good. Nigga, I didn't need you to do that. I had a job. I had a career. I could take care of myself. I got royalties coming in right now. I went out and got my own house because I don't need, guess who? You. So you don't get to brag about taking care of me when I didn't need you to do that in the first fucking place. You didn't. That's no accomplishment. You didn't come swoop me off the street and save my life and show me some whole new world. Like, bitch, I was fine on my own. And I'm fine on my own now. Quick reminder, I'm getting checks off of Ed Sheeran over a song I have nothing to Just do so with. you know. Just because shit was number one for like three I months. I did have to do it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, girl? Like, right. I'm just I'm just sitting here making my own just money fine. because of my legacy. Mm-hmm. Because of what I have done. Because the shit I did 15, 20 years individually. ago. Individually. I've never needed you. you. I never needed you. I put everything to the side and sat at home with your kids and mine for you. All you had to do was respect me and as a wife even do that. and be faithful and respectful. That's it. But you feel like because you spent all of this money and bought this house and that jewelry and probably this car or whatever, that I should Demise. just be like, he is a dog, so but much. he is my dog. <laughs> like, <laughs> what? And then wanted to no reference thanks. the Floyd Mayweather thing. Like, I, Floyd, Floyd oh, Mayweather God, and Tiny so never had intercourse. I refuse to believe it. I don't even think they ever came close. I think that Floyd Mayweather and Tiny are good friends, and he was willing to make T.I. jealous because she was hurt. I do. I think that he was. she was going to him like, look, right. this nigga ain't shit. Oh, really? Let's go out to the club. <laughs> right. I mean, there's proof. everybody knows that you cheating. You talking about a picture she took with Floyd Mayweather. You sound like Chris Brown. Mad yes. over a picture. Yes. And I mean, at least I'm cheating. If I am cheating, at least I'm cheating with a nigga worth half a billion dollars. You out here with random hoes. Like, bitches in your Instagram DMs. That's who you fucking. And again, it's nothing for you to go and do what you want to do if you want to do that. Both of you have enough money of your own, I would believe, that you can go and have your own lives. Right. You, it seems as though you want to be able to go and do these things, but also for her to not say anything. And that does not make any sense to me. Yeah. It's like if you were unhappy or you didn't like her going to take a picture with Floyd Mayweather, even if it was because of something you did, you could have been like, you know what? I don't like the way you moving and it's foul. Do we need to just break up? Because so that way I can go do whatever I want with my dick and you can do whatever you want to with yours. <laughs> like, I just don't understand it. But he had no need to say that because he was doing whatever he wanted to with his dick anyway. But you can disrespect Tiny all you want to for years and years and years. And she's just supposed to be silent about it and take it and hold you down anyway. But the moment she take a picture with somebody else or it looks like she's friends with a man, then you got an issue with it. I tried to watch it the other day. I was looking at T.I. and Tiny the other day. And that was when the the news came out about, you know, him saying that marriage had been a distraction and all this. And that he was, was trying so to justify stupid. And I just could not even listen to him talk. It was just every fuck nigga's excuse for the dumb shit they say. I was like, I actually have to turn this off. Like, I can't listen to no more men try to justify the shitty way they treat women. Like, oh, well, I'm just saying, you know, I'm trying to work on this, this, this. And here you go talking about why you can't be faithful to me. Like, <laughs> like that's... Like, that's an unreasonable request to make of your wife. And, like, she is not the reason that you had all this time and space and opportunity to create the career that you have right now. Like, what you mean, distraction, nigga? I am the roadmap. What? I 
allowed you to get to where you are and you got the nerve. See, don't get me started. No. And we didn't even talk about the legal situations and that nigga was back and forth in jail and she got Not even to too, mention and- that revolving door into prison. And when Tiny went to child, everything would have changed that day. Well, anyway, I'm, you know, excited <sighs> that Tiny can say she's working with this whole uh, escape thing and... They're out there yeah. doing the best they naturally can, and I'm actually excited for this. Is I'm gonna have to go to that show, the Essence Festival show that they're doing. Oh, is that Essence? I think that's like their. I think it's gonna be like their first oh, live okay. show. Well, together. I think I'll be at Essence, so I might have to check that out. But if not, you know, maybe just in Atlanta because I'm not opposed to taking a trip and going to see, you know, a group gang. that I've. <laughs> oh, Asante went to Old Lady Gang and he said all the food was salty as shit. Which don't surprise me. I know old people love uh, lorries, but I would have thought old people and me the way they the way they go on and on about her auntie's cooking and all that. I just would have thought that's not even the first person I've heard who says the food at that restaurant is not that great. But I just would have expected better. Anyway, I wouldn't. So, <clears throat> all right, that's it for this week in Six Side World. We're gonna take a break and we'll be right back. Hey y'all, there's a famous Abraham Lincoln quote that says, "Good things come to those who wait." But that's only part of it. The full quote is, good things come to those who wait, but only the things left by those who hustle. (laughs) Is that true? Who knows? But if you're a business owner and you want the best people on your team, the same concept applies. Thankfully, ZipRecruiter puts the hustle in your hiring so you find qualified candidates fast. And now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. ZipRecruiter's smart technology finds top talent for your roles right away. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's matching technology starts showing you qualified people for it. There's a lot of really great people out there looking for employment, so let ZipRecruiter give you the hiring hustle you need. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash the read to try it for free. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash T-H-E-R-E-A-D. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. So go hire somebody. So listen, guys, the next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. I've been running my mouth about it for a while now. Black representation in media is incredibly important, and I feel like it's in kind of a precarious situation at the moment. So amplifying and enjoying as many of these stories as possible is pretty important. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. You can get things from Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations. There's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black Truths. Black perspectives have always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center on Black voices. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and Black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us listen now to black stories black truths from npr wherever you get podcasts we're back and it is time for listener letters all right send your questions to ask the read at gmail.com we have an update this week from the girl who wrote us about her short boyfriend and apparently i was drunk and i said her real name as opposed to the fake name i feel like i slightly remember this i don't but my bad her email says hey guys so thanks to crystal's drunk ass using my name at the beginning of the letter my boyfriend's cousin who is like a sister to him who i did not know listened to the show found out about the situation 
She called me and my boyfriend over to her house on Saturday. My bad, girl. Um, and then blindsided me by playing the letter for my boyfriend. Fine. Damn. After that was over, she got really upset and started cussing me out and telling me that I didn't deserve him at all. Then she attacked me. My boyfriend pulled her off me. And because he was upset that she attacked me, we left. On the ride home, he didn't say anything to me. As a matter of fact, he didn't speak to me for two whole days. I didn't mention it in the first letter, but we lived together in his apartment, which he pays the entirety of the rent on. Wow. Girl. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Sis. I wanted him to cuss me out or something, but he wouldn't speak and it really made me feel terrible. On Tuesday, when he finally did speak to me, he told me that he was really hurt that I was considering breaking up with him. He asked me if that's what I really wanted. And after all that happened from Crystal cussing me out to his cousin beating me up to him not speaking, I realized how shitty of a girlfriend I've been. I told him that I did not want to break up and that I'm sorry I made him feel less than worthy. He told me I would have to work to earn his trust back, but I'm glad that my stupidity didn't cause me to run off such a great man. Thank you both for your input and thank you, Crystal, for checking me and waking me up. I love the show and appreciate you both. Thanks, a dumbass. Yikes. Well, so my bad. Are you sure you don't want to have some of this drink? Uh, no, I think I'm gonna. <laughs> my bad, sis. Last week was really rough for me, and so I I just really needed to get fucked up. I didn't mean to kind of, I didn't mean to snitch, uh, but I am glad that you saw the error of your ways and figured out that this is somebody worth keeping. Like, kind of sucks that you had to take the rough way to get there, but at least you got there. Because I cannot tell you how many people emailed this inbox like, uh, if she don't want her 5'9 perfect man, then he oh, can come that right guy, over here. the yeah. short one. Right, the one who was one inch shorter than her. But she was like, should I break up with him? Because it's getting on my nerves and this is this. It, you right. You didn't even mention that you live in the apartment that he pays all the rent on. Oh, girl, what? How you have this like ideal situation and was still mm. anyway. Clearly, you figured out, um, you know, that you were wrong about that. So thanks for the update. Let's hey, cousin. See. You know. <laughs> you know. Shout out. I mean, shout out to your cousin, to your boyfriend's cousin for being a real one, to be honest. Because not only did she cuss you out, but then she also laid them hands. I mean, Jesus. I mean, it's, it's a lot, but if She's, my she was passionate. my cousin who's like a brother to me and you talking wild greasy about him like he ain't paying the rent in the apartment you staying in all this yeah <gasps> the season seven of Game of Thrones trailer has come out. Oh wow! How exciting. Are you gonna are you gonna watch it like right now? Or? No. Okay. So our first question this week, hmm. I just don't know where to start because there is so much in here. But I'm trying not to do any questions that sound like they come from six brown chicks, because I just can't handle oh my God. y'all and all this extra like, oh me and my I had a threesome and now I'm pregnant and I don't know which one of them is the dad. Like I'm not doing all that with y'all no more. So this question comes from Steve. And Steve says, I'm entering my fourth and final year of pharmacy school and will soon be on my way to a successful career. Nearing the end of my program, I've started to sort through husband applications and I ran across a great guy about a month ago. I don't know why it's in there. (laughs) What is going on? Damn! <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm going through husband application. <laughs> we agreed to a brunch date, and that date started at noon on a Saturday, and it did not end until 8.50 Monday morning. 
And the only reason that was over is because I had a nine o'clock class. (laughs) Not to bore you with any long, drawn out details, but he's an amazing guy. Here we are four to five weeks later, and we've literally spent all except four days together. (laughs) No, this is about to be a bite. We spend hours talking about life, politics, blah, 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 etc. We've also discussed our concerns about the speed of our progression, but we both also agree that we aren't going to stop fate. Fast forward to this weekend. Of course you're not. I ended up staying over as usual, but he left me there alone the next morning to go run errands. And you already know I went on a damn safari hunt through his house in the drawers and closets. See, this is where you fucked up. And of course, I found something. Of course you did. This great guy has a prescription for lithium and other psych drugs in his medicine cabinet. Immediately, this is where my educational background helped and hurt me because his combination falls right in line with bipolar disorder, which is a medical condition he has not mentioned once. Now I'm not sure how to proceed. Having bipolar disorder is obviously not a reason to end a relationship if you're educated on it, but I feel I need to understand the severity of his condition to see how his diagnosis, if that's what it actually is, manifests. I cannot believe this is happening. And allow us to make sound decisions moving forward together. Do I just confess and ask him what's going on or keep waiting for him to tell me? Thanks, Steve. Hmm. Well. This is a boy. These are two boys. Yeah, this is a gay thing. How dare you? How dare Steve or how dare Mr. Perfect? Because I'm not sure which one. How dare Steve? Yeah, I thought thought that was where you were going. I agree that having bipolar disorder is not in and of itself um, a reason to break up with somebody. But (sighs) first of all, going through his stuff. Right. While he wasn't there. It's so raggedy. So gross. Especially because he was apparently comfortable enough to just leave you there by yourself. How long have they been dating? Not long. Four or five weeks. Right. Yeah. Okay. So So definitely not long enough for me. He probably shouldn't have left. I would not have left you in my house. At all. Hell no. Bitch, please. Absolutely the fuck not. I'm not letting niggas in my house at all no more. Like, to be quite honest with you, I could date a nigga for, like, quite a while and get up in the morning and be like, all right, get up, go. Yeah. All right, right, I'm leaving. Actually, I'm going to get up and go because you're not allowed in my house. Like, that's my new rule. My space is safe for me, and I don't want memories of you tainting it up, so you're just not allowed in my house. That's fair. I mean, that's really where I am right now. That is completely As far as dating is concerned. So I'm a little surprised that he left you in his house unsupervised anyway after, like, a month of y'all talking or whatever that's just no but you going through his stuff you know i just i'm not a fan of it if you were had been dating for quite some time and you felt like there was something to look for like to hide something that he had to hide from you then maybe I could be a little bit more easy with you. And even then, I would still say you should have just talked to him. But you're going through his stuff, specifically his medication, and you see that he has prescriptions that you are attributing to bipolar disorder. And now you're trying to think of what that means to you and what that means for your relationship and stuff. And this is not even something that he shared with you yet. And quite honestly, after a month and some change, it's not even something that he needs to have shared right, with you Right, y'all yet. just got together. So really, like, now you have to find a way to continue dating this guy knowing that he may have bipolar disorder and not say anything to him. Because if he, if you tell him and he stays with you, I would say he 
he's a dumbass because I would absolutely <laughs> cuss you out and tell you to delete my never right. and never talk to me again. <laughs> me like too. that's so invasive. Like having a mental health issue is hard enough. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But you should at least have the right to to disclose that with someone. Like it's not something that he, you can catch. You know, it's not like <laughs> you're going to kiss this guy or sleep with him or drink from the same glass and then you're going to be bipolar too. So he has no reason to be rushing into you to into telling you that he's bipolar. And it hasn't apparently affected your right. relationship in any way Especially yet. if he's on medication. like Right. Like, girl, calm down. What are you doing, God. miss? You're looking for a reason for it to blow up in your face and you found it. Right. Like, if you were having such a great time and it's been such a short amount of time that you've been having it, yeah. so why wouldn't you just enjoy that? <laughs> My nigga, you should have hopped on Netflix or cooked that nigga some shit to eat when he came back to show your goddamn right. uh, your appreciation. Right. You should have been Beyonce in the Cater to You video or, or Kelly or even Michelle out in that chair. But, like... <laughs> <laughs> bitch, you wanted to, like, no. You got this husband tunnel vision thing going on, so we're, I guess you just trying to analyze everything from the very beginning as to whether this can be a long-term relationship. But you really fucked up going Spoilers. through his stuff. You really, you you fucked up going through his stuff, and, and so now you've seen something that makes you think twice about whether this is a, a place you want to be, but I would say... If it wasn't that, it would have just been something else because you wanted, you wanted to find something to not like. Right. I mean, I've dated somebody who had bipolar before and they didn't tell me until like a few months into our relationship. But I think the fact that he is clearly on medication, like these are his prescriptions. It's clearly his meds. He's probably also in therapy, which he hasn't told you about. But like if he had, you know, like some kind of bone marrow transplant when he was 13 are you mad that he didn't disclose that to you like right he had chicken pox six times it's like oh my god you have this medical history that you didn't tell me about like why are you this isn't it's not your business like y'all just met last month do you know his favorite cereal (laughs) you so i mean i'm sure you fucked him so you so worried about about i mean (laughs) right no nobody cares about that but what i'm saying is that you you acting like well, this is just, you know, some big part of his life and he hasn't disclosed it to me. You've known him for a month. There's so much about him that he has not disclosed to you. You're being ridiculous. You should sit on this information and wait for him to tell you in his own time about what's going on. But again, like, I don't know. I just, I almost feel like you should just break up with him and focus on being by yourself. But that's what I feel like most people should do. So... It just seems like you you were looking for a situation to be upset about and now you found it and you want us to tell you, oh, it's okay to, you know, break up with somebody because they didn't tell you about their own very personal, private medical history and stuff they and have God going only on. God even knows how long he's been dealing with it or whatever. Right. Like you have, it's just too much, just way too fast. I mean, girl, and at least he's on meds. Like what? Ugh, I could... You know what? Never mind. I'm not even going to say I could at least see because I'm not going to give you no space where you might think you was right for any of this. You just weren't. And honestly, it feels to me like if it weren't this, you would just be you would find something else at a later date. You know, Mm -hmm. it seems like you have one of these uh, like your view on terms of in terms of relationship is that it has to be like perfect and ideal and I Mm -hmm. want it right now and. That kind of thing, instead of just kind of chilling and letting what happens happen. And, you know, if there is a conflict or something, you get to it when you do, when you deal with it at that point. It's like you were going around looking for all of this information that he didn't tell you about. 
and you haven't been dating him long enough for right. him to be hiding anything from you. You know what I'm saying? Like you just haven't had plenty of conversations yet because you just met the nigga or you just right. started dating. And y'all all starry-eyed and spending every day all wrapped up. We've all been there before, swept off your feet and just, oh my God, I love spending time with you. Oh my God. Oh my God, our connection. Yeah, it's just so amazing. It's like, oh I've God. never met anybody that it's I just, just want to oh eat Chick-fil-A three times a day with. We get it. Congrats. But... You're doing too much for a situation that just started. Slow your roll. Mind your business and stay in your lane. And if you had him in your house and you went out to go run errands or whatever and that nigga was walking through and going through all of your shit and oh asking God, questions pissed, or whatever you pissed, did. Pissed, man. Pissed. So stop. Huh, okay. Our last question comes from Michael who says, I'm a 28-year-old queer Indian man and I'm dating a black man around the same age. This is brand new, just over a month. Wow. Wait, what age? He's 28. Okay. And he's Indian. His boyfriend's black. Okay. He's a sweetheart. We have similar career interests. He's ambitious and smart and caring. But something in particular has been puzzling me, our relationships to whiteness. I grew up in a community with mostly white, Latino, and Asian people, went to a college that was fairly mixed, and have generally been very intentional with diversifying my friend group and only befriending black, brown, and other Asian people. I pretty much only date people of color. He grew up in a predominantly white community, went to a mostly white college, seems to only have white friends. He calls his one other black friend my one black friend. And I generally get the feeling that he's internally rolling his eyes at me when I say something that he thinks is anti-white. This is the black man who is yeah, this way. I'm okay. following. He told me that he's only dated white guys or Spanish guys. I think he means Hispanic or Latino. No shade. In the past... <laughs> And that he can't date black guys because they're either, quote, too too feminine or too thug. Like he said those actual words verbatim. Okay. I have a hard time with confrontation, so I haven't said anything yet. But anytime he says something problematic, I've sort of deflected the conversation altogether. He seemingly has some issues surrounding his own race and with gender. Um, the comment about too feminine or too thug hurt my spirit. Don't give me none of this mask for mask bullshit. And I don't want to sleep with someone who doesn't agree with my politics. I want to talk to him about this to see if it's something I can work through, but I also don't want to be perceived as telling a black man how he should feel about his own race. Do you have any advice? <laughs> but he doesn't give a shit about his own Do race. Do you have any advice on how to talk to him about this? So much love to you both. Thank you for being a serious part of my self-care routine. Stay gold. Uh, what fake name did I give him? Michael. That's Michael. Okay, Mike. Um, I think that you should break up with him. <laughs> Damn. I mean, I do. You having a conversation with him first to see if you can work it out is fair enough. But that's where I would. That's where I was gonna go. The reason I say that is, and, and so plainly and so quickly, is because if you're talking about moral um, understanding and um, mm-hmm. just being on the same page in terms of how you treat people. Um, that for me is like one of the biggest, brightest red flags I can see. So if I feel like you don't, your views don't line up with mine in terms of, you know, sociological stuff or just the yeah. regular everyday treatment of your fellow stuff, human yeah. being, politics and so on, then it's going to be hard for me to stay interested, to feel like I want to open up or be vulnerable to you. None of those things are part of the recipe of a good relationship. So 
Yeah. Yeah. You, you know, if you want to try and work it out, have a conversation with them. So at least he knows how you feel and you can work out from there. But honestly, if it doesn't seem like it's going to work out or be, you know, what you want it to be after that first conversation, I would probably just be like, okay, well, girl, then let's just end it. <laughs> yeah. Because it's only been a month. Nobody's feelings are going to be too hurt at this point if exactly. y'all aren't together anymore. And it sounds like your boyfriend is in the sunken place. Yeah. Like, like the gay sunken place. Yeah. <laughs> like he reminds me, this story reminds me so much of some of the gays back home who, oh God, I mean, coming out was a process for all of us. But for them, it was like, not, you're coming out as gay, but you still really want white acceptance. So you're still like really worried about what the white people and the white gays around you care about and what they value and think is important. And I mean, that's what this sounds like to me. It sounds like a black man who just who feels like the gay thing is easier, like well, like the whole, you know, nobody to femme or whatever. Like that just sounds mm-hmm. like. I'm going to date the people that is society that the society says it's okay to date. Like if you're gay, then don't be with somebody who's to this or to right. that, you know, <clears throat> be with somebody who can pass or whatever. Like, I don't, I, I, that's the feeling that I get when I hear that. Like, that's the words that I hear when you say that. So for me, it would be, I understand that you don't want to step on his toes and be like, Hey, black man, what's wrong with you? Why don't you, why do you treat other, you know, black people this way? Cause you, I guess you feel like that's not really your place. But first of all, you're not white. You, so, so you have a better understanding of this than any given white man would. And secondly, you clearly know what the fuck you're talking about. And you have the right to be like, listen, you are black, but you also hold like a lot of anti-black ideals. And that happens to a lot of us. Like a lot of us have internalized the racism against us. And we think that there's something wrong with the black people who don't look and act the way we do. That's why you hear uppity blacks all the time going on and on about the ghettos and this, this, this. And Bill Cosby was famous for this, telling young black men to pull their pants up and stop rapping and blah, blah, blah. Like all that bullshit. You get all that from people who have internalized these messages of anti-blackness. And honestly, that's too much work to be doing in a relationship trying to get somebody to unpack all that on top of getting to know someone and the work of building something together. Like for me, it's too much. And so I would be definitely, I guess I would be thinking about breaking up, but if you can't sit down and have a conversation with with him about it and lay it all out there and he'd be like, wow, you're right. That's crazy that I've been acting this way, you know, which he's probably not going to do. He's probably been acting like this all his life. Y'all are 28. He's probably not going to be like, oh, you're right. I should stop shitting on gay black men and stop acting like I'm super special or important or different in any way. Then I would leave him. But I would probably at least try to have the conversation first because it sounds like Otherwise, he's great and you have a great time together. And I understand it's really hard out here today and finding somebody that you get along with or click with can feel like a miracle. So if you are at all inclined to try to have a conversation with him and see if maybe you can pull him out of the sunken place, maybe you can break that teacup. I don't know. Then that might be worth it. But otherwise, let him go because there's plenty of other Armitages out here that will be with him. So very true. He'll find somebody else. Send your questions to ask the read. I'd love to hear what his conversations are like with his white friends when they talk about you. Ooh. Oh, man. That's something else. Ooh. Now, I don't advocate going through people's phones, but I, I do go through people's Don't phones. even know. I don't even. Please don't. I'm just saying, they're probably saying some terrible things about you in the group Especially chat. if you are the one black person in a group of white awful gay things. men awful things i've already talked about how white right i mean zero to no filter zero to no 
Those are the same thing. <laughs> I mean, but I think you made your point because I mean, they still really say what they want. Like, yeah. to the black friend. Yeah. So you're in the like nigga that's gay, not their friend? Exactly. exactly. I'm oppressed too. Okay, bitch, but not in this what way. What does that have to do so, with I'm still black as shit, and you still hate black people, so mm-hmm. it's not really working out. So I'm sure they asked him an ignorant ass uh, question. Oh, I have faith in that. I mean, and he probably feels like I don't mind answering questions. The problem is all you black people who get mad when someone asks you a simple, oh, we want news innocent now. question. Oh my god, I didn't been around too many Oreo ass niggas like that. I ain't got time for none of that. Like for me, Oreo is not. Oh, I like metal and anime and whatever you know things that you think black people don't like for me oreos are people who act like whiteness is better than blackness and they they live their lives as though what they really are is is a white man or a black man who is doing exactly what white men want them to do and so accept me love me put me as as part of society like it just sounds like he's pandering for white gay male approval and it's something that's gonna blow up in his face but you don't have to be there when that happens so good luck to you send your questions to asktheread at gmail.com and we'll be back keep it is brought to you by hinge hinge is the dating app designed to be deleted if you're really good at it that is i've actually met several really good friends through hinge i've used it i can't believe this over a decade now Woof! what a life i've had well you know what they've added within a decade of us being on hinge is their new lgbtqia plus prompts which are designed to help queer daters better connect based on similarities interests and compatibility hinge prompts helps you show off your full personality and connect with someone who appreciates you plus these prompts were created in collaboration with glad so they are by the people, for the people. Some of the prompts are, the first time I knew I was gay was, mm, I was literally in the act of being gay, like hooking up with somebody when I admitted it. <laughs> Denial is strong and hard in the Catholic Midwest. Mine was Tom Cruise's Vanity Fair cover. The shirtless one. You just turned to an imaginary camera and said, I'm gay. Yeah, I broke the fourth wall. <laughs> You're like Fleabag. Other prompts include, I feel proudest of who I am when... It feels affirming when others, blank, I connect to my community by, I wish I could tell the younger version of myself. I'm going to say, whenever I watch that in a drag race semifinal, when they're like, if I could talk to my younger self, I would say, I would be like, girl, get tighter clothes. I mean, what's going on with what you're wearing? You look like you're in the X Games. Other prompts include, my chosen family is the best at, and gender euphoria looks like. Download Hinge and show off your full self using their LGBTQIA plus prompts today. Then find someone worth deleting the app for. All right, we're back. It is now time for the read, and yeah. who it is. Well, I will just go ahead and get mine out of the way since I actually don't have one. I am instead going to do a throwback past my read. Past the read like we used to. So, this email is titled, I Don't Want Your Man Bitch. <laughs> Right. It says, I am all of 27 years old and it, I didn't, I didn't. You didn't read it first? I mean, I didn't proofread it. I did read it. So it's a little, to, so it's a little. I mean, I didn't edit it. I got say. you. Got you. No worries. I am all of 27 years old and am too old to be caught up in high school drama. To this bottom feeding, insecure, ugly, <laughs> bikini bottom bitch. 
Stop blowing up my phone looking for your man. You say you're a grown woman, but a grown woman wouldn't be going through her man's phone. I mean, well, we kind of... Are you sure? We talked about Are you sure, sis? I mean, it kind of would. A grown woman wouldn't be calling my phone anonymously. Then, when I get your number traced, you acting like it wasn't you calling my phone a million five goddamn times. (laughs) Um, bitch, what? Your man and I were friends way before you were his baby mama and just because we work together doesn't mean I want his dick. You are the one he's going home to. You're the one he has children with. So you need to ask him why he is, why is he so comfortable still talking about me? This is between y'all's relationship. Leave me the fuck alone. I hope you hear this, you dirty rat, and stop calling my phone before I call the police for harassment. We from the show me state ho, this is your warning. Uh, Marvette, Pronounced Marvette, and yes, you can say my name. I was name. about to say. <laughs> say my name. Angry face emoji, nigga peace sign emoji. Damn, Marvette was like, so there's no confusion. Yeah. <laughs> this is the bitch I'm talking about. I'm not mad. Yeah. So there you go. Um, uh, If you're listening to this, Marvette has a message, um, mm-hmm. and it is essentially to stop calling her. She doesn't want your man, and you should stop being insecure, and apparently you're a dirty rat. That stuff really is annoying, though. Like, when you're just friends with somebody, and their girlfriend is all extra insecure, and asking all these questions, and, like, wanting to friend you on Facebook, and all this stuff. It's like, chill. I literally don't want your man. But a lot of times, you don't know how the nigga is acting when he's at home with his girl. Okay, but that's none of my business. I mean, it isn't. (laughs) So you need to control your man. No, it isn't. It it isn't. (laughs) But sometimes, you don't know that the nigga be at home acting a fool, too. So both of (laughs) y'all... Need to figure out what that is. I would like to be excluded from this narrative. Please. Please. As quickly as possible. That's all. Marvette. Marvette. That's all Marvette's trying to say. M-A-R apostrophe vet. V-E-T-T-E. And And then gave gave you the pronounced Marvette. Like, I know. But. (laughs) I love that she put that there. Just like, don't fuck it up. Because this message is coming from me. I need you to say it right. So there's no confusion. <sighs> All right. Well, shout so out to you, you Marvette. If you have a read, you want to pass in. That's who passed the read. Oh my read gosh! Guess what? Today might be less than an hour and a half. It's up to you. It's oh no, you. you're right. And I only have two very quick things to talk about this week. First of all. I remember last week when I was talking about microaggressions at the gym and white people doing the most and all yes. that. So it's still going on. <laughs> Went to the gym the so other day. you're still going to the gym with people. I mean, yeah, I'm st- yes, I'm still working out, unfortunately. Okay. And the other day, this workout was, um, it was like some push, uh, not push-ups, pull-ups in the workout, like 50 of them. And I cannot do pull-ups. Me neither. So I was asking about modifications and he was like, oh, you know, you can do this, this, this. I said, cool, it, cool, you know. Thanks. And he was like, yeah, it's not really about the pull-ups. It's just about getting on the bar. You know what I mean? And I said, yeah, got it. And then he said, nah, me. And I said, no. And turned around and walked off. And it was just like, why does this have to keep happening? It's, it was like, we we had a perfectly normal, regular conversation. Like, I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm going to do some knee raises. I'm going to work on my core oh, strength. My and it was like, yeah, and then, nah, I mean, like, why, why did we have to do this, whites? Because we all fam. <laughs> but we not all fam. And then, and then they turned, and then they did the, does anybody have a problem with explicit music thing? And then everyone's like, no, this is New York, who cares? Explicit music, everything. And then what do they play? The gangster rap nigga playlist. And it's just like, 
on the one hand, I don't really want to hear. Fairness, they probably play that when you ain't there. I mean, that's the thing. They and do, they nigga. play it all the time, <laughs> right? Is the, the only difference when I'm there is that no one says nigga out loud, mm-hmm. and I don't really want to hear your sound garden and the cranberries. <laughs> Smashing pumpkins, even though all that music is lit. It is. It's lit. Tonight, tonight still goes. So I'm not lying or anything, but I'm just saying, we don't. What? It's a constant microaggression working out with white people. And at this point, it feels like it's never going to go away. I just, I want the money, space, and opportunity to start my own black girls doing CrossFit group or something like that. They did that in the UK, and and the white people tried to shut that shit down. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, that was yoga. That was right. That was somebody at our actual show who was like, we literally have black girls so yoga in here. They every time we try to do yoga with white folks, they're I mean, awful. And now they want to. I mean, and I could really see white people being like, we're not allowed in your CrossFit. Like, they're gonna. Go to one of the 30 other CrossFits in they Manhattan. They are everywhere. <laughs> but you want this one. Why? All we want is a place where we can work out without somebody saying, nah, me. <laughs> That's it. Oh, God. I was just, I looked at him like, "That's it. no. I actually don't know what you mean. Like, no laughter, no smiles. I just looked him dead in his face. Eventually, I'm going to have a moment where I pop. It's going to happen. Like, eventually, I'm going to break, and I'm going to be like, can y'all stop doing black voice with me? That's why I would never actually go back. Because I know that's going to happen, and then it would be your fault. I also want to say a hearty fuck you to Tulsa, Oklahoma, the justice system there, which I fully expected to acquit this white bitch, Betty Shelby. That's exactly what they did, even though she killed Terrence Crutcher, who was unarmed. The cop, we remember this story from last year and all this. And so, of course, when I saw her ugly, round, smiling white face, I knew, because I grew up in Tulsa, Oklahoma, that they was not going to do shit to that white woman. And I was correct. Um, but not only did they not do shit to her, she has not even been fired. Like, the jury recommended that she lose her job, but I guess no one at the Tulsa Police Department agreed with that. They're like, nah. Because she's not only is uh, little sister Betty back in the office, she's not on patrol. She has some limited duties, which I'm imagining is paperwork. Yeah. Like, you just get to desk. you just get to put everybody's paperwork into the computer and she will get back pay of about $36,000. Nice! So, because we don't want Betty to, Betty, who I'm sure has a husband who also works, we just want to make sure that well, Betty's family is not missing that $30,000 yeah, no. that, you know, they didn't have for we a while. We so. never do that. And I knew that was going to happen. I just want to say officially, fuck y'all for that because... Because. It because of be the said. story. Right, it just yeah. has to be said. And speaking of... Injustice being done. I also want to briefly talk about Brisha Meadows, the 14-year-old. I thought you were going to talk about the Injustice game, but I mean, I don't know what fantasy world I was living in. I thought maybe you were like, I oh, I looked it up. I literally have no idea what and that I is. And I totally know who Vixen is. No, I just don't know what that is. But Brisha Meadows, if you remember, that's the 14-year-old girl in yeah. Ohio who Way killed her father um, last year because she was stuck in a cycle of being in a household where abuse was present. She yes. was hit all the time. Her mother... Um, backed up her story. Her cousin came out last week and was like, yeah, it was nonstop with Brisha's daddy. It was just, and he had hit him too. Like it was a, it was a situation where not only was nobody protecting this girl, she had to take the matter into her own hands to save the other people around her. Like not even just herself. So after a very long, very shitty legal battle, um, because she's been in juvenile detention for the past 10 months. Brisha um, 
pled guilty, or I guess the equivalent of guilty, to a charge of involuntary manslaughter. Um, and she will have to spend 60 more days at the juvenile detention. And then she will go to a treatment center for counseling for six months and then be released to her family for two years. Now, I'm not, apparently Brisha is happy about this, which I would imagine if you, first of all, to have been a 13-year-old girl and have faced so much shit from the hands of your own father that you had, you felt like there was literally no choice. Like, this is not going to end unless I get rid of this man. Because she had run away several times and was returned to her house every time because her mother never was like, you know, yeah, this is an unsafe household for my child to be in. You know, the situation got to this boiling point, this breaking point where this girl felt like she had to do this. And so I don't really care for this girl being in a detention center for another six, for another 60 days. And, you know, then these, this two years of supervision and all that, as far as I'm concerned, she should be allowed to to go Leave. straight to therapy and counseling, you know, and, and just be Gucci from that point out. But I can understand if you've been wrapped up in the legal system for the past 10 months that maybe you just wanted to be fucking over. Yeah. And it's not, you know, prison time or anything like that, which you certainly didn't deserve anyway. I just want to point out that it's, it's a damn shame that a girl, a teenage girl, who killed her abuser in self-defense is facing more time in jail or had more time just being locked up, just being in trouble, really. She faced more time, like, actually being punished for what she did than a grown-ass white lady who could have very easily tased that man or just not done anything to an unarmed black person at all, but instead killed him in the middle of the fucking road and then gets to go back to her job and get a big-ass check for all the back pay on top of that. Like, they're so... I think about these two stories and it just it make it really makes me wonder if there is a such thing as justice in America. I mean, and obviously black no. people have been struggling with this, you know, since we got here. No. But it really makes it's one of those things that makes me feel like I just don't know if the fight can ever be won. You know, it just feels like racism and hatred of black people and worship of police is like it's literally threaded into the fucking society that is America. I don't think it will last forever. I I, I think it'll it's probably going to last my whole lifetime. <sighs> Yeah. Um, I mean, you yeah. know, granted that it's not cut off short in the next uh, four years or whatever. Yeah. I mean, you know, probably four months. Maybe. Right. But I don't I don't think that that is going to last forever. Racism. Absolutely. We're always going to be in a position where. This is just, oh, there's one hour. There's an hour. I mean, but you never know what the edits. It might not be. We're going to wrap it up. Yes, that's true. See there? Yeah, so yeah, I don't know. Yeah, for sure. So (laughs) Totally, I agree. You are so dumb. But yeah, it just, it makes me really sad that this is the situation. It makes me sad that for this girl, pleading guilty and then, you know, you know, your record will be sealed and expunged in five years if you don't kill anybody else or whatever else. If you don't kill anybody else. I think that's the conditions of her plea deal and all that. But I want to direct y'all to the GoFundMe that's been set up for Brisha because, of course, she will need therapy and a lot of fucking 
help um, from this point forward. Uh, so go to GoFundMe.com slash Brisha M to donate to that. Um, but yeah, just want to say a, a great big hearty fuck you How to you America. Brisha, sorry, B-R-E-S-H-M. Also, if you just search the hashtag Free Brisha, which has been going on literally since she got arrested last year, um, you can find more details and stuff like that about the case. But it's just really gross. It's disgusting that this is the world we live in. Where a an adult, a police officer, people who are supposed to be calm and level-headed, people who are supposed to anticipate that they are meeting someone at the worst day or during the worst moments of their lives, can kill someone who was unarmed and not doing shit and walk away totally scot-fucking-free. But a girl who was being abused multiple times finally strikes back and she has to deal with... It's just layers and layers and layers of bullshit. Meanwhile, Betty Shelby's driving around Tulsa and probably getting a hero's welcome. She probably walk right into Reese's and they're like, oh, Betty, so glad that little matter is all behind you. Like, you probably, they probably got Betty Shelby's name and face up at, at, at the Drillers games and all kind of shit going on in Tulsa to celebrate. They definitely got a sheet that, cake uh, at the very <laughs> <laughs> Bare minimum, they got I, a sheet It's cake. probably on the south side of Tulsa once you cross that, because Tulsa's still very segregated by the railroad tracks. And once you cross them railroad tracks to the south side, it's probably like a welcome home, Betty Shelby, even though you was never gone type yeah. of situation going on. So shout out to all my black people in Oklahoma and all the other red states where you basically have to deal with white folks acting an ass all the time. And there's really nothing you can do about it because truly, honestly, if I was in Oklahoma right now, I would have been set some shit off. And the Lord, I think the Lord knew to deliver me from it when he did. But anyway, that's my read this week. I'm done. Fuck the police. All right. Well, that is another episode in the can. Yes. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Tumblr at This Is The Read. Do you have any news this week? No. Yes, I do. I have a show on Saturday in London. Um Yay. I think you can still get tickets at KidFreeLive.com if you have not purchased them already. I want to say that my heart goes out to everybody in Manchester. Um, after the senseless act of violence that took so many lives, lives, including those of children. And it's really sick that we still live in a world where people can just go around terrorizing and murdering innocent people for absolutely nothing but their own selfish, sick deeds and plans and things like that. So I'm really sorry. It's super unfortunate that people are still doing dumb shit like this. And my heart goes out to everybody affected by it, including Ariana Grande. Girl, all you was just trying to do was sing. Don't blame yourself. It wasn't your fault. But I will be out there on Saturday telling some jokes. Hopefully we can heal through laughter a little bit, maybe. Um, Yeah. It's a really shitty situation. It's also, my stupidest. bad for interrupting your show in New York last week. I did. I not. was not really upset. I don't care. <laughs> no, I didn't think you were really upset, but it was just embarrassing as shit. Oh, I don't care. And so I went to apologize for um, disrupting your routine. Uh, I think that's it. I don't think I have anything else. Okay. May 30th, I will be at Housing Works for the launch of We Are Never Meeting in Real Life by Samantha Irby. Very, very excited for this. I love her. Uh, you can find tickets at wordbookstores.com slash Samantha Irby. They are $20 and it includes a copy of the book. So, yeah, come hang out with me and Samantha and I'll be talking to her about her really funny essays and how she's basically me. So come out and we'll have a good time. And I think that's it for me. Oh, Vassar, I will see you this Saturday for your black baccalaureate service. I'll be giving a, a speech to young people who 
are already destined to do way better and more than I will in life. So I'll be trying to encourage you young people um, coming up this weekend. So, but that's it for me. We have an acronym this week. Um, no. Okay. Well, it's going to be right around 90 minutes. So we'll see y'all next week. The living room is where you make life's most beautiful memories. But your sofa shouldn't be the one remembering them. The new life-resistant, high-performance furniture collection from Ashley is designed to withstand all the spills, slip-ups, and muddy paws that come with the best parts of life. Ashley high-performance sofas and recliners are soft, on-trend, and easy to clean. Shop the high-performance furniture in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. You can start your day off right. When you find a professional on Angie to get your plumbing right first. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Visit Angie.com. You can do this when you Angie that.